0: Hello, this is Vladimir Stafford, and you're listening to Aging with Grace Podcast, Season 1, Episode 24 Exercise. Recording date March 16, 2022. Please enjoy. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast titled Exercise. Thank you so much for listening to the Aging with Grace Podcast. My hope is that I have something to share with you that will help you. Sharing is caring. You may have heard me say that I used to be a school teacher and I, and I understand how we all have different kinds of minds. We have different areas of expertise and different talents and different strengths and different weaknesses. You may have heard the saying that he was a jack of all trades and a master of none. <laughs> we can't all be good at everything. We are all unique. I truly believe that some people have more of an ability to discern good health habits and to implement them than other people who have strengths in other areas. I believe I'm one of those people with the ability to discern good health habits and to implement them. But I'm not good at many other things like computing algebraic equations. I could never be an engineer of any kind. I could probably never be an architect. I could never be an accountant either because I just don't have that kind of mind. I admire people that do, though, and I so appreciate engineers and architects and accountants and all those other people and careers that I could never do. It takes all kinds of people to make the world go round. I love the variety and wonder of it all. So these podcasts are a way for me to use one of my strengths to help others who may not have good health sense as one of their strengths. Even if you don't naturally have a good sense of how to be healthy, You can learn the same way I could learn to do algebraic equations if I had to. I had to in school. I squeaked by with a C, but it was hard work. Getting healthier is hard work too, I know. You may not think it's fun like I do to exercise. I've heard people say that exercise is a dirty word. So let's call it something else in hopes that it won't seem so difficult. Let's call it improving by moving. That's the adjective. The verb is is let's move to improve and the noun is move and improve. I guess because I used to be a school teacher, I, I like these definitions. They help me have a clear picture of, of the word and it, it motivates me. The adjective improving comes from the verb improve make or become better. The root of both words lies in the Anglo-French word empower or to turn to profit from the Latin protest, which means is of advantage. And the definition of move is as a verb, go in a specified direction or manner, change position like she stood up and moved to the door and two, as a verb to make progress, develop in a particular manner or direction, as in aircraft design had moved forward a long way. And three, as a noun, move means a change of place, position, or state. She made a sudden move toward me. So the words move and improve. Used as a verb or an adjective or a noun, both words are powerful and uplifting. I believe we were made to move. We are mammals, after all, not plants. Have you heard that sitting is the new smoking? Sitting is really bad for you. It used to be that people only sat around if they were reading or knitting or sewing, but now people sit around on their devices or watching television for hours and hours and hours. Also, I think as people get older, they tend to sit more just because they think they're supposed to. Our culture has all kinds of stereotypes about people retiring to their rocking chair. In reality, I think most people retire to their recliner, which is even worse than a rocking chair. At least the rocking chair rocks. And you've probably heard that saying that a body in motion tends to stay in motion Conversely, the body that's not in motion tends to stay not in motion and becomes even more motionless over time. I don't know where you are in your life. I don't know how much you have been moving to improve. And remember, that's going to be our positive way of saying exercise. But for the sake of this podcast and to help as many people as possible, I'm going to assume that you have not moved to improve. In other words, exercise for a very long time and probably, possibly, I mean, never. If you're listening to this, you've probably already made the decision to move to improve. That's wonderful. There are so many benefits for you ahead. You're going to feel better, sleep better, have more energy, have more sex, have better sex, (laughs) be stronger, have better balance, have better range of motion, and be in a better mood. It'll Even increase your immunity so you won't get sick as often. If you have never made the attempt to move to improve your body, then you are probably wondering how to begin, especially if you are older now. It is never too late, even if you're in your your 80s or 90s. But of course, it is always a good idea to get a physical examination from a licensed clinician so that you can be certain that you're physically able to begin to move to improve. All right, so let's assume that you have been given the go-ahead by your healthcare provider. The first thing is to set aside a time of day and regard that time of day as set in stone. Regard it as a job, as a duty, as something that has to be done every day. You can give yourself one or two days off as part of your schedule. In fact, you should take at least one day off. But don't fudge and switch your off days around. No cheating. If you're feeling tired on a particular day, just do your workout slowly. Of course, if you're sick, then take the day off and get better. If you're really sick, you might want to listen to my podcast titled, You Have a Virus, Now What? It's number 17. The important thing is to listen to your body and to be good to your body. Your body wants to move, but it may have forgotten how to. Remember when you were a toddler or Remember toddlers you've seen, toddlers are always in motion. Pretend you're a toddler again, learning how to move, having fun with your body in motion. I like to pretend that I'm a kid again. To me, getting older is like being a kid again because my body is going through so many changes, just as when I was growing up. To me, growing older gracefully means accepting these changes and making the most of them. Turn your move to improve times into playtime. You have an excuse now to devote time to improving your health. You're getting older, and you need to focus on improving, or you will slip into being unhealthy, and nobody wants that. Diabetes, strokes, and heart disease run in my family. Oh, and some Alzheimer's, too. So my excuse for spending precious time moving to improve is to prevent these genetic genetic diseases, because you can prevent or at least delay some inherited diseases with moving to improve. Research shows that. Another way I motivate myself is by making sure I look fashionable, because I like to look fashionable. I checked out what they were wearing in the gym and then shopped for similar items. And I think it's important to do something with your body that you enjoy, like tennis or basketball, etc. And if you're doing a sport, you need the right equipment. So I bought myself some roller skates and some rollerblades, and I'm going to buy myself a tennis racket, too. I have a tennis racket, but it's about 20 years old. (laughs) I'd like to try out some other activities, too, like racquetball and scuba diving. I like ping pong, too, but getting to a table is a challenge, and I certainly don't have room for one where I'm living. I would love to put one at the clubhouse, though, Hmm, and a billiards table, and a sauna, and a lap pool. I could go on and on. I can dream, can't I? (laughs) The best moving to improve is to just walk, if you're able to walk. I know that if you're overweight, walking is a huge effort, but please make that effort. Just walk a few steps the first day, then a few more the next day, and the next day. You can do it. You might want to buy an Apple Watch or some device to keep track of your steps. The goal is to improve. You'll be amazed at how much better you feel. It'll be so much easier to lose weight if you're walking every day. Now that the weather is getting better, I recommend walking outside. There's nothing like fresh air and sunshine and moving to improve that will improve just about every area of your life. Just a little aside here about your posture, though. If you, if you have had a life of inactivity, your posture has probably suffered because you don't have the muscle to stand up straight. I remember, I I mean, I recommend some strength training with the guidance of a personal trainer to begin with. You need good posture while you're walking for the most benefit. If you don't have a good posture while you're walking, it will put a strain on your joints and you won't be as comfortable as you would if you had good posture. You may even need to see a physical therapist and or a chiropractor to help you with your posture. But you can do a lot on your own to improve your posture. Just look at yourself standing sideways in the mirror and make yourself stand up straight and think to yourself, how does this feel? It feels weird at, at first to be sticking your chest out and holding your head back and tucking your buttocks under. I like to picture myself lifting my chest in order to give room for my organs. It feels great after you've done it for a while, You're improved When you've improved your posture, I mean. I bought a brace for myself a couple of years ago, but it was so uncomfortable, I really didn't use it. There are a lot of YouTube videos on how to improve your posture. Some are good and some are not so good, but I recommend you check them out and glean from them what you can to improve your posture. Oh, and one more thing I've found helpful for improving my posture. When I'm walking by a store window or a mirror, I look at myself sideways to see what my posture looks like as I'm walking. It usually looks terrible. <laughs> it motivates me to stand up taller and have a better posture. When you are when no matter where you are in your pursuit of moving to improve, don't get discouraged. Don't give up. If you are not able to walk for whatever reason, do whatever you can do to move your body rapidly to increase your heart rate for a sustained period of time. Your ideal heart rate during an aerobic workout will depend on your age and fitness level. As I said before, you might want to work with a personal trainer to begin with to help you navigate how to do this. But in general, you should be breathing hard, but not so hard that you can't talk. And of course, at first, you won't be able to do very much without getting out of breath. But the more you do it, the more you'll be able to do it. So that in time, you'll have more energy and more lung capacity. And you should do this Ideally for 40 minutes, but of course, starting out, you probably won't be able to do 40 minutes. So work up to 40 minutes gradually and depending on your physical limitations, you may want to use a special kind of equipment to help you get an aerobic workout, or you may just want to roll around on the floor. Of course, you want space and padding on the floor, but rolling around on the floor is a lot of fun. Try to have fun with whatever your body can do to get your heart rate up there and keep it up, ideally up to 40 minutes. Next, I'm going to read an article from the Cleveland Clinic titled, You Can Start Exercising at Any Age, Here's How, Six Tips to Get You in Good Shape. We all know exercising regularly can keep you active as you age with fewer health issues, but how do you actually do it? Some people manage to stay fairly fit by keeping up with a busy lifestyle until they get older. Others have just never gotten around to exercising much, and it starts to show. Either way, if you're pushing 60 or you've already passed that milestone, it's time to get serious about making exercise a staple in your daily routine. If your treadmill has gathered some dust, don't worry. Here are six practical tips to get you going. Number 1, get the go ahead. If you haven't seen a doctor lately, that's your first step. He or she will give you a physical exam to assess your present fitness level and make sure you're healthy enough to start picking up the pace. This is the time to find out whether any medical problems will affect your health, your exercise routine. You may need to adjust for conditions such as heart problems, arthritis, or diabetes but exercise can also help you manage these conditions, so don't get discouraged. The key is to have clearance that will help guide your first steps. Your doctor may also offer advice on where to start or on exercise groups in your area that are tackling the same challenges you are. Above all, your doctor can get you on track to help ensure that you are exercising safely. The benefits of exercise far outweigh The fear of getting started, says physical therapist Gary Calabrese. It increases mobility, balance, reduces chronic conditions, helps you lose weight, and increases lean muscle mass. It also improves sleep. Number two, monitor your progress from the start. As you start exercising more, you may want to use a few simple tools to track your progress. Use a pedometer or activity tracker to register how many steps you take each day. Use a stopwatch or timer to time your workouts and help you take your pulse before and after you exercise. And use a notebook or journal to keep track of daily exercise and show how far you've come as you progress. It helps to track your progress from the beginning because you likely won't see immediate results, Calabrese says. Number three, now you're ready, but start slow. All workouts should begin with a warm-up and stretching. Simple leg and arm swings or trunk rotations are good for getting your muscles firing and your circulation going. If you're going for a walk, walk slowly and steadily for a few minutes before picking up the pace. Relax, breathe, and don't be afraid to take it slowly at first. You'll find that it comes more easily as you develop a routine. 4. Choose the best exercise for for you exercises for you, a balanced exercise routine should include aerobics, strength training, balance, and proprioception, which is the ability to sense where your body is in space. Here are some tips to create the right routine: alternate days, switch back and forth between aerobic and strength exercises, working to working up to at least 30 minutes of exercise five days each week. Find activities you enjoy. In general, find something new that you enjoy or activities you enjoyed in the past and get moving. You might try walking, bicycling, sports, dancing, or Pilates. And if you can find friends who are exercise with you, all the better. You'll help motivate each other. Consider swimming. Doing laps in a pool... Walking or swimming is a great cardio workout, especially helpful if you are overweight or have joint pain. Go for a walk. Walk briskly between certain landmarks in your neighborhood. If the weather is bad, walk up and down stairs at home or do chair, sit up, sit in stands. Start slowly and increase in five-minute increments, eventually working up to about 30 minutes a day, Calabrese says. Strength train. Use free weights or resistance bands for strength training. Rotate through the muscle groups, back, arms, legs, stomach, hips, to build in recovery time. Use five-pound dumbbells or kettlebells and slowly add weight as you're able to do more repetitions. Work on balance every day. Try something as simple as standing at your kitchen counter on one foot and then the other which helps improve balance. Yoga and Tai Chi are also excellent choices for older adults who want to improve balance and flexibility, he says. The key to remember is that you have to fit you to the program and not the program to you, he says. If you're having difficulty in a Pilates or yoga class with one of the positions, don't force it and cause yourself pain. Just do as much as you comfortably can. Five, Self-assess to see if you are working out effectively. The talking test is a good test of how hard you're working. If your heart rate is up, but you can still have a conversation with a person next to you without gasping for air, you're likely doing it right, says Calabrese. You'll notice normal soreness in the first 24 hours after a weightlifting session, but if you are still feeling it after 36 to 48 hours, you probably did too much, he says. If you're not working hard enough, you'll know that too. You won't see any impact in your level of fatigue, your ability to lift, and your ability to walk distances if you are doing too little exercise, he says. Number six, don't forget about hydration and good fuel. As you commit to exercising regularly, it's also a good time to reassess your eating habits and remember to drink plenty of water every day. Plan meals and snacks and... That are high in fiber and well balanced with good calories to fuel your body. Whole grains like oatmeal, fiber-rich fruits and vegetables, beans, tofu, and fish are all good examples. Older people are likely eating less than they used to, so they should focus especially on how on hydration. Calabrese says that was just one of many articles that are on the internet to help us older people move to improve without hurting ourselves. That's the key to avoid injury while constantly gaining strength and energy through moving to improve. At the Aging with Grace Fountain of Youth Clubhouse, we moved, we move to improve twice a day. We're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 4. We have a move to improve time at 11.30 and 2.30 each day. On Monday at 11.30, we improve energy by having an aerobic workout we call the dance party. We use, a YouTube, we use YouTube to find a music video we can dance to. Last, mon- last Monday, it was a swing dance video. Very fun. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we improve strength using light weights and doing a workout led by a woman named Sunshine who is instructing us from the beach. On Wednesdays, we improve mobility and do stretching and yoga exercises from a chair. On Fridays, we improve balance with a unique workout designed by the Aging with Grace team leaders. We move to improve in the afternoons by playing games. On Mondays, we play basketball. On Tuesdays, we play kickball. On Wednesday, we play balloon volleyball. On Thursdays, we play mind-body games like the Macarena and the Chicken Dance and the Hokey Pokey. On Friday, we play cornhole. All exercises and games are done from a chair, but we get quite a workout. I've made myself sore from doing these workouts myself, and we have a lot of fun while we are moving to improve. We also have a Wii game system that we use for bowling occasionally. Moving to improve is easier when you have a friend or a group of people that you're moving to improve with. I always say that we we are herd animals. We are much happier in a group, and we are influenced by what the others in the group are doing. You may not be motivated to exercise by yourself on your own, but you will join in if others are doing it, if you're like most people. So if you can just get to the place where the Moving to Improve is happening, you're likely to take part. And that's the most important step. Good for you. Just keep on keeping on and Move to Improve every day, and you will be glad you did. Thank you for listening to our Aging with Grace podcast. We are all in this together, is a popular saying these days, but it's always been true. We're all getting older, so let's do what we can to help each other age with grace. Bye for now. Hello again. Hope you enjoyed that episode. For more information, please go to agingwithgraceinfo.org. That's agingwithgraceinfo.org. Thank you. The Health Club for Seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and age with grace.